welcome to Undignified Solicitors of the Ramjack Empire. Oh, hey guys. Welcome to the show. I'm Alex, and joining us today, as always, is our good friend, Brad. Hello, citizens. Hello. Hello. My daughter has gotten to where she likes to pretend to echo things in an epic way. Nice. We'll be battling. Again, she's Kim Possible, and I'm She-Go or Drac, and suddenly she'll go, I'm gonna get rid of you forever. 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 Just random, like, echoes. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, it's been a fun time. Brad, what's going on with you? How It's been a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, nothing much, nothing much. I mean, celebrating, um, the defeat of Nira Tandon, whom, farewell, Nira, farewell. <laughs> I got the news by text from you before I read it on Twitter. Farewell. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, Nira. Goodbye. Later. Why don't you go bust some more unions, trash? Union busting is the worst. Uh, well, that, yeah, starting us with some good news. Good news, there, guys. Good, good news. news. We like good news. Good news is good. Brad, this might um, peek you out. If you just want to jump right into stuff, I've got some things to tell you, friend. Please, tell me things. So, they did a study recently, Brad, about cats and dogs. And they found out one is awesome, and one of them... So, they got volunteers, obviously. Paid them, I'm assuming. But dog owners and cat owners came in, and they would be put into a situation where the owner and the animal would be in a room somewhere, and... The owner was put in a situation where it needed help. It would ask this other person for help in the room. Like, the the, the person that in the room is like, Hey, I need help. My dog is here. My cat is here. Help me with this. Obvious something that they need help with. And the person in the room would say, Nope, I'm not going to help you. And they, they told him to, like, make a big show of it and basically, like, get the, the gist across to the pet. Hey, this person is not helping your owner do something. Message received. Everyone leaves the room. Then the animal goes into the room with the person that re- that would not help their owner. And that person tested the animal. Out came a treat. A delectable, edible food. Hey, dog. Hey, cat. You want something to eat? Cats, nine times out of ten, walked right up to that person and ate the food. No shame. No, like, what the fuck did you do to my owner? Just straight up ate it. Took it without any questions. Sometime eager. What? The dogs... Never took the treat from that. They cold shouldered that person. That's right. That's they right. Would like, they would like look around the room and smell. And they would just look away like a dog would. I, I know this look from my dog all the mm-hmm. time now. It's like it looks at me, but then looks away with its nose up. Couldn't give you the time of day. How dare you not help my owner? Love it. Loyalty. Says a lot. Loyalty. Loyalty is what you get with a dog. Friends. Wouldn't They're help my friends. Owner. They're your friends. That cat, that cat will shiv you in the night. <laughs> that cat's just looking for a handout. It's like, hey, yeah. where's my food? What do you mean you need help with something? Oh, well, I'll take a treat from that stranger. Dogs never. They're with you to the end. Mm. I mean, that's it. That's all you need yeah. to know. That, that's literally the end of the study. They were yeah. like, well, why do dogs? Like, why are cats? Because dogs are great why. and cats are great. great. <laughs> cats, you go hang out with near Tandon. Um, I, I have a lot of just seemingly unrelated stuff. So if there's anything you want to throw at the podcast now, friend, or do you want me to burn through this, we can at the give, beginning give, of the give, show. Give me another give me another random thing and then and then I'll tell you give me a thing and then I'll talk to you about some nonsense. Well, okay, what I'm about to give you well, okay, I won't color what I'm about to, to oh. tell you, but this is a new product hitting the market, a new smart product. Okay. Um it's from Gatorade, famed mm-hmm. maker of sports drink our, uh, uh, yeah, a rehydration fluid Gatorade mm-hmm. came out with a sweat patch. It's a smart sweat patch. A what? 
It's a so sweat patch. That sounds gross. It's it's a it's a piece of smart technology. You put it on your your body, um, mm. wherever you're going to sweat, and you connect it to your app, your Gatorade sweat patch app. And what it's supposed to do is take a measurement of how much you sweat and what is in your sweat to build a sweat profile for an activity. Mm-mm. So uh, nope. Ideally, you wear it. You wear one per activity to get like an idea, and then you know next year. Are in a couple of months, get another patch and do the same thing. So let's say you're running. I get, I put my patch on me. I'm going to go running, just like my normal run. And you, you need to have a control. So it's like, let's say I run for 10 minutes or 10 miles, whatever. I sweat. I look. It gives me a set, a sweat profile in like three different stages of like, um, I wouldn't say like early exercise, mid and end. And it's supposed to tell you how much sodium you lost in on average and what, how much hydration you need to stay healthy in this particular exercise. So that you know how much to drink during and after your exercise, you have low, I guess a lower threshold of recovery. AKA, um, oh no, you definitely need to drink more Gatorade. Oh, Just you, drink more oh, Gatorade. You're, you're, oh, you've you've lost so many Gatorade mm. Gatorade um, essentials. You need to replenish it. Yeah. I, In fact, that, I, would, I would I would recommend I would right now I would recommend um um uh, probably a lemon lime. I, pre- I I I prescribe a lemon lime. Um, yeah. Oh, That's, you, I mean, oh, the no, app no, will no. tell oh, you. Oh, I'm looking at your profile. I'm looking at your profile. Oh, you, yo, you've lost so many flu- essential fluids. Oh, what you, what you need right now is you, you need a, uh, um, oh, you need an Arctic glacier. Uh, yeah. Arctic glacier cherry. Yeah, that's what you need right now. Your electrolytes are at a dangerously low levels after that run. You need to refuel with, uh, I don't even know, is it fruit punch, a Gatorade flavor? I, the red one. The red one. Yeah. I... It's it's got a lot of bells and whistles. It color changes as you run, so you know that it's active. You know it's going on as it as I you really sweat. It, it is working. Like, it is I working. I wasn't recommending like specific flavors. It should. Like, oh, oh, you! I'm looking at your profile right now. You know what would really quench your thirst? Oh, oh, oh! That 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 uh, that cucumber you cucumber lime. Oh yeah, that one. Definitely need that one. So. There's a little, so it looks like a roadmap when you see it. Uh, it's like a, it's like a white patch. It has this huge Gatorade. It's called Gatorade X, GX, the patch, and it has an orange and red a trail that's supposed to show you how much your sweat rate is, which is basically just fills up as you're running. It like absorbs your sweat. You're so, which is like, gross. You're so gross. You're so gross right now. And then it tells you your sodium concentration, which is a light pink kind of thing that also fills up as you sweat. This is such bullshit. Um, I'm going to hold this up to the camera so Brad can see it. Uh, This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. People may realize that, you know, um, thirst is your built-in GX meter of how much hydration you need after you're done. Guys, Guys, always drink liquids. (laughs) But if you want to, like like really get the details on it to maybe like just maybe in a very small minute uh, barely tangible way know what fluids you need to replace i guess you could use this brad how much do you think these cost oh god i I, if it's more than seven dollars a crime is happening so a pack of two, and again, you only need one for each exercise. Mm-hmm. So if you're someone who like, look, I'm a, I'm a jogger, I am a weightlifter, I am also a, a cyclist. I only need three patches every couple of months or every year to kind of like uh, get a, to understand this in theory. 
$25 for two patches. Nope. So was Absolute. that $12.50? Because this is just advertising to try to trick you to drink more Gatorade. I'm going <laughs> to buy an advertisement like thing, I'm, I'm gonna, for Gatorade uh, hey, here's $25. and wear it and interact with Please it. give me a device that tells me to use your product. I mean, this is ingenious marketing and advertising from that level. And you're right. It is just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Gatorade loyal. I mean, listen, I, I bought like a, a, a pallet of like a, of Gatorade Zero at Costco. Nice. That's um, some good stuff. It's all, it is good. I was I keep one by my bed at night because uh, I'm on crazy medications that make me insanely thirsty at times. Um, and sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night, I got to like drink something or I'm going to like die. So, uh... Have you thought about using the GX patch to tell I mean, you maybe, when you're thirsty maybe or how I often should, you should drink? Maybe I should get that patch, put put one of those on every night. I'm going to be going through a lot. Um, and then I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh, I am so thirsty right now. Oh, my God. What? Am, wait, hold on. Let me check my patch. What's? Oh, oh, it says I should definitely drink more Gatorade. <laughs> Oh, oh no, it also, it suggests I should drink an orange one. All right. It's not my now favorite, got... but I'll do it. Well, so you got the stage two patch. That's the one that tells you directly on the patch what I, to drink. I think, it's, I, I think it's so funny if it tells you, like, what what flavor. I, that's, that's, what, that's the technology I want. That's what it should do. Like, that should be round one in user testing. It didn't tell me which one to drink. We can drink whatever flavor you want. I want it to understand my sweat profile and flavor profiles, or I'm not paying $25. It says it says I should drink Mountain Berry, but, but all I've got is the time. I don't even like Mountain Berry. Well, that's what your body needs. Deal with it. I guess... We gotta sell it. I mean... I guess I need to... You gotta go drink to the, it. Is... What's still open? <laughs> it's 3 a.m. and I'm so thirsty. <laughs> is Walgreens open? <clears throat> <clears throat> The local Florida man dies <laughs> after seeking hydration. Told him through a patch. More at eleven. You have like a yeah, grip it's... of like orange Gatorades and like lemon lime, but like he said he had to have <laughs> Mountain Berry. I. I Who knows? Happens. Crazy. Happens. Stupid. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Like guys, just drink thing. Just drink liquid. It's... Yeah, drink. Drink it. You thirsty? Drink something. Are you doing a lot of exercise? You sweating a lot? Drink some liquids. Probably time to drink something. Case closed. Done. Alex, um, I, I thought I'd, I'd I'd check some places to find some uh, some uh, hot news for the podcast, and Ooh. I thought, well, where where what's a better place to check for hot news than our hometown newspaper, the Jackson Sun? Amazing. Um, this is from the opinion section, where all the best information comes. <clears throat> Um, I'm not gonna read. I'm, should I read the title? Maybe save the title for last. Tell us everything you know and what? then no, read I'm the title. I'm gonna give you the title. I'm gonna give you the title. All right, let's go for it. Babbling before the public in the Capitol building. Wow. So what do you think about this? Babbling before the public in the Capitol building. Hmm. Okay, I'm intrigued. I I will read. I I, I please continue. <clears throat> this is by Todd Brady from Union University. Don't know wow. if he's a student. I'm sorry. Or a Everything you just are uh, just uh, <laughs> happened to be uh, um, sending this. For, it just says Union University, so who knows? This is an opinion from Todd Brady. Oh, oh, even, okay. So it, when I first saw this title, I thought it might have been about like the the Capitol uh, riots, the insurrection. Oh, um, obviously, obviously. And and I was gonna say, um, but now I'm looking at it, and I'm seeing this was published on January 5th, one day before, <gasps> one day before, <clears throat> when toddlers jabber made up phrases, parents and grandparents say, 
Aw, oh, isn't that cute? When older adults utter nonsensical language, it's usually sad. When national leaders use senseless words, it's downright ridiculous. First of all, ter terribly written paragraph. Yeah, very bad. That's not the right... Downright ridiculous isn't the right ex... No, that's not good. And editor didn't catch this? He didn't run this by someone before uh, he submitted it? Well, this is an it? opinion. This is an opinion. So, you know, opinions, we just let them fly, especially when they're coming from the prestigious Union University. <laughs> I mean, grammar is an expression of opinion, I guess. Cool, I get it. I mean, it's not so much grammar. It's just bad, bad writing. Um, <clears throat> this week, I could hardly believe the headlines that told of House Democrat Rep. Emanuel Cleaver, Democrat of Missouri, who is also an ordained United Methodist pastor who voiced the prayer for the 117th Congress. As he concluded his prayer, he said, We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma and God, and God, quotes, known by many names by many different faiths. He then finished with what the Daily Mail called his woke Congress prayer by saying, Amen and a women. <laughs> wow, what a... What? Question mark? Well, if that's not a bunch of mumbo jumbo, then I don't know what is. I mean, for the moment I agree, but I think, I we're, mean, about yeah. to, I think we're about to disagree. Now, I, uh, can you give me a title check on the deity again? Um... We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God, known by many names by many different faiths. Okay. A men and a women. <laughs> if that's not a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, then I don't know what is. Agreed. I agree. It's one thing to be politically correct. It's another thing to be ludicrous. Tristan, Tristan Justice of the Federalist, first of all, Tristan Justice? Hey, Tristan, like, I don't know how small your penis is, but, like... It's I, pretty small. Your name's Tristan Justice, and, Poor, I, and you're writing for the Federalist. Is this a Yikes. pen name, or was this um, his Tristan Justice. Christian name? What? Was this his pen name, or is this the name given to him by his, his parents, uh, Tristan Justice? I have Justice. no idea, I have no idea. Tristan Justice of the Federalist called it Pointless Passive-Aggressive Virtue Signaling. Rep. Guy Reichenhaller, a uh, Republican of Pennsylvania, summed it up by saying, Unbelievable. How is it passive-aggressive? Oh, his, I, okay. His genderification of the word amen followed House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat of California, and Rules Committee Chairman James P. McGovern, Democrat of Massachusetts, introduction of a new code of conduct which sought to honor all gender identities by changing pronouns and familiar relationships in the House rules to be gender neutral. No longer are words like mother, father, son, daughter, aunt, and uncle allowed in the text of congressional rules. Why does it need to be? Instead, the future-focused, in quotes, rules include only gender-neutral terms like parent, child, sibling, and parent-sibling. Makes much more sense. Of course. It's, it's like yeah. you get to, you're saving space by just using one word. It's much, actually much, much more reasonable. GOP leader Kevin McCarthy, Republican of California, tweeted about the new code and bluntly said, This is stupid. Signed, a father, son, and brother. After Cleaver's <laughs> insane prayer, former House Speaker Newt Gingrich said, The radical madness has begun. Just think, this is one day before, one day before, some other things happen at the Capitol. 
I don't... Wow. His making up a word was nothing less than babbling. First of all, it's clearly a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. Ah, men and ah, women. That's a joke. That's a funny joke. It's perfectly fine. I... Like... Imagine getting this pissed off about this. Imagine. First of all, That's like, what... let's not have any fucking stupid ass prayers. Like, get rid of that shit. Like, Agreed. why are we paying, like, you motherfuckers to talk about baby Jizo and Brahma and gods and mono... And why are you singing about monotheistic gods, too? Like, what's... What about the... Uh, whatever. When whatever. you start bringing the word, like, hey, let's... This monotheistic god thing that we worship, let's just pretend it's all the same. Every monotheistic god, or like Brahma, which is even a concept in Christianity. That's like Hindu, isn't it? Like, that's when you're mixing a lot of stuff that's not... In, Hindu, yeah. Hindu, it's, in the Hindu religion, there's like... It's totally polytheism. This doesn't make any sense, no. but okay. Yeah. But like, it's just this, as mumbo jumbo as any of the other religious yeah. bullshit. But this but, guy's all hung up on the ah women. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is oh, a joke. It's like such a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's clearly a fucking joke. To me, it would determine the delivery, but it's still, it's I, no I, way clearly to, a joke. Yeah, I there's think, no way to not say? deliver this as a joke. Yeah. Um, his making up a word has was nothing less than babbling. First of all. I just just for me, people gotta stop saying making up words. Like it fucking drives me insane. Is that is that even really a word? Everything's a fucking word. A word's just True. a collection of syllables. Like you dumbasses don't fucking know what you're talking about. They're all words. So it's not making up a word. It's How do you think language started? Like all words yeah. are words that we created or sounds I, that we made to describe in a dictionary. something. That's not what dictionaries are for. You don't know how to use a dictionary. A dictionary describes common usage. It's not like a list of, of words and no other words are allowed. Yeah. Language came well before dictionaries. This is Duh. this isn't this isn't French. <laughs> like there's not like there's not like a group that just like makes laws about words. <laughs> um to babble is to talk in a foolish, excited, or incomprehensible way. Well, that wasn't what he did. Not at all. The scriptures say the wise of heart will receive commandments, but a babbling fool will come to ruin. Proverbs 10.8 Amen is a simple word, meaning so be it. Saying amen at the end of a prayer is asking that what we have prayed will come to pass. So it's unnecessary. Uh, it's so why be we it say sounds it. more like a command to a deity. It's like, God, please give me whatever the fuck I want. So be it. Like, isn't that like, that's almost, I don't know if a god would like that kind of talk. And I don't know if that's the real like know, etymology like, of amen. And I think that's actually like uh, a bastardization of like what it originally was in other languages. Like it was not originally amen. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. This obviously not doing any due diligence on his work. Yeah. He's just yeah. concentrated on all women. It's fine. I mean, the only amen I give a fuck about is the TV show uh, from the 80s with Sherman Hemsley. Because that was a great show. And is it amen? Amen? Like. Like, I guess it doesn't matter. I think it's, like, it's, it's all it's all. Fun. I think, yeah, I, it's, I, whatever. All it's like either and either. It's like I, yeah. I guess whatever. It, it depends on on how German your pronunciation is. Um, besides the meaningless content of a nonsensical word, there is deeper issue. More than asking the question, what was Rep Cleaver doing in that prayer? We need to be asking another question. Was he talking to Republicans or Democrats? Conservatives <laughs> or Republicans? English teachers will criticize my ending this sentence with a preposition, but I must ask the question, who was he talking to? First of all, 
this motherfucker all was all hung up on language shit and like talking about English teachers going to criticize you for ending with a pre- preposition. First of all, that's not a real rule of English language. That's like something you tell like little kids when they're basically learning how to fucking write a sentence. If you're actually fucking communicating, you can end a sentence any goddamn way you want. But you're too mm-hmm. fucking stupid to know what the hell you're talking about. I yeah. <laughs> this This opinion is just dripping of the South and just gross. There's there's a reason why we both escape. Like, we uh, just tried to leave. It's no time for this bullshit. Jesus said, and when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogue and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you but when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Well, hey Christians, then why you've been praying wrong forever? Like you motherfuckers <laughs> have been doing it wrong for so long. Like, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> I mean, granted, I haven't been in a church in a damn long time. Um, but nothing uh, has changed. Yeah, every time, every time I was up in one of those places, they were always, like, uh, praying together. They, I didn't see anyone go to a secret uh, prayer <laughs> closet. I, it depends. Like, the Protestants think you can pray to God anywhere. They also think you can speak in tongues of languages that don't exist. They all, none, none of this are praying. They're all praying in public, so I don't know. Like, I don't know what you're quoting about, but whatever. It's not the prayers of elected officials who stand in the halls of power before a watching world that touch the heart of God. It is the prayers of the single mother who cries out in the night after she's put her children to bed. The Republicans give a, really give a fuck about that. God listens to the humble prayers of the farmer asking for rain. The, uh, I don't d- know about that, no, guys. No, he doesn't. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? The teenager who is upstairs in his room by himself and looking to God for help in overcoming temptation is the one who was heard by God. Uh, um, I'm going to need some clarification on a lot of what that is, friend, but I'm going to guess no. I don't think the God cares. The simple, prayers, the simple prayers of the school custodian who rises early in the morning before the sun comes up, before the sun comes up, reach the heart of God. Sunday night's prayer in the Capitol building probably didn't make it above the ceiling in that fancy room. Real prayer focuses on the God who is listening, not on the people who may be overhearing. Tom E. Brady is the vice president for university <laughs> ministries at Union University. Write to him at 1050 Union University Drive, Jackson, Tennessee, 38305. You can write to him. Feel free. Uh, get a postage stamp and write a letter to this fucking lunatic. They're, those prayers didn't even get outside of the room. What are you talking about, weirdo? <sighs> Prayer gatekeeping is a very old Christian tradition. It started with the Catholics... Uh, no, you can't talk to God. The priest can only talk to God, and only certain priests. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that this guy is coming out of the woodwork and holds a position of some, I guess, esteem in the small town of Jackson and saying, look, those prayers, those people, they don't reach, they don't get past the building. It's the prayer of the simple overworked up at the the beginning of dawn before our our planet the peop- turns the to face the sun I again not give, the people whose minimum wage i do not want to increase no definitely should make minimum wage which is seven dollars if they want more they can work for it bootstraps they will they will get seven dollars and no more as jesus intended it 
I, the, the place where we want to be more inclusive with our religion, I guess, comes from a, quote, good place, like any religious bullshit, quote, good place things. But it's also just as insufferable because it's all religious bullshit. I'm sorry. I, I, we should all be more inclusive and be like trying to think about different cultures and different thoughts of mindsets. But I, it's just, no, nah. I, I, it, it also infuriates me. But this guy is just absolutely ridiculous. He's the one babbling about nonsense, trying to bring out language. Like, gate after gate after gate. Motherfuckers, sit down. Just so for the record, by the way, I looked this up while uh, you were reading, Brad. Uh, so be it is actually uh, the... Uh, is transcribed. That's what the French version of Amen has been transferred from the Hebrew version. So the French translated Amen to be so be it. But the, I would say the English, not that it matters, because it doesn't matter, but the English translations of Amen uh, go a, a, a little differently. It, it can go between verily, truly, it is true, or let it be so, which is a little different, I guess, from context. Let it be so is also kind of, I guess, command, but there's some leeway there. But verily and truly, it is true. It is true sounds crazy. God, can you give me a Porsche? Porsche. Is it true? It's just weird. That's a weird way to end a communication I... to a deity, but fair enough. Stop talking to Sky Gods, people. Stop it. Just stop. Hey, it doesn't belong in Congress. Teenager that's praying to get past temptation? Weird. What's the temptation? I'm assuming it's sexual in nature for this guy, oh, just no. because everything goes back to sex. Oh, no. At least it did when I was in church. God! Uh, God. God, I have a boner! Oh, no! Help me, God. Help me. What do I do? What is the janitor praying for in the morning? Does he oh, also have temptation? <laughs> like, listen, he's just praying in the morning. He's like, oh, God, I hope I don't have to get out of the sawdust. Motherfucker. Yeah. Is sawdust even a really good method for doing what we assume sawdust was? I guess it wasn't. Yeah, of course. I don't know. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. You get a bunch now, of vomit. If you get a bunch of vomit on, like, a tile floor. Yeah. I'd much rather sweep up sense. sawdust than, like, yeah, than, like, scoop up a pile of wet vomit. I feel like I have to question things because everything we did in the South, I'm like, was that really the best way? <laughs> that was everywhere. Everyone, everyone had sawdust. Cool. I, I get it. It's cool. I just had to ask. When nonsense is thrown at me from a side, it's just like I start questioning everything about that for right or wrong. Thank you for bringing that, friend. Thank you for giving that opinion of the Jackson Sun. Brad, there's a tool which I have not been able to use yet because it has been hard to get into use. But there is a website called MyHeritage, and they have a AI-driven uh, photo, I'll say altering, deepfake technology that they call Deep Nostalgia. Have you seen this yet? Because it's all over the internet. I think I may have seen this. You upload a picture, and they will use their neural uh, AI technology to basically make it into a moving, like, video. Yeah. And it is uncanny. Very upsetting. It, it works better in some than others, but it brings to life photos from the past. Because a lot of people bring it their family photos. Like, I want to see my grandmother move again or my great-grandmother. It works with anyone's face. So I could literally take a picture of Brad right now and have Brad go through the same. Because it's very strange. They have the person kind of like looking and then turn their head a little bit and then look. And at the very end, they kind of smile a little. It's very, it's neat how they chose what facial expressions to like target and do. And it's very, uh, it, it's awesome. But it, some of the best things and the way it looks is people will take pictures from other people deep in the past. There's one of Frederick Douglass that looks real. Like, it's like, wow. Uh, there's one of Oscar Wilde. 
crazy. Like they just look so real and yet not, but so it's like, oh, I guess this really was how I looked. It's neat to see these people move, but where it gets crazy. We've invented, we've invented creepy ass Harry Potter technology. Yeah, seriously. You know who's creepy? With this technology, Edgar Allan Poe. You realize oh. that oh, guy had a guy had a really big head. He yeah. had a really big, unfortunate forehead. And when you mm -hmm. see him move around, you're thinking, oh, okay. Uh, everyone in history with a totally different light. But it doesn't just work with photographs. It works with pictures of anything that looks human. Paintings, oh. they can come to life. Oh no. S pictures of statues. Oh, they come to life, and the statues are one of the creepiest things. They have, like, this uh, oh old, I think it's um, Upper Egypt uh, statue, wide-eyed, and it comes to life in front of you, and it looks fucking real, but just a little bit not terrifying. I, I, I want to I run uh, um, Carousel of Progress through there. Let's see what Paw Progress is looking like. Dude, you've got to. If you have a picture of him straight on or oh, like I a high-res photo, oh, it will. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please do that. Please do that and share that with me and the Ramjack audience. Yes. They have uh, paintings of Henry VIII. Awesome. Like, seeing the paintings come to life are really great because we don't have anything really of these people, but um, just thought I would share that. Again, it is on, what is it? My Heritage. Nice. com. Go find it, because I I'm I'm chomping at the bit to get in there, and again I just haven't been able to because it's been everyone is looking to get in on this, but uh, rest assured I, I I will be in there. But I just had to bring that to everyone's attention. Nice, Brad. You're aware that Peacock is the NBC's, uh, it's their streaming service. Yes. They have optioned. Let's see. Just looking for the. They have 13 hour-long episodes of a new game show coming to Peacock. Uh, it's from Konami. It's a Konami property. They are going to bring Frogger to life on Peacock. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> Super dangerous. <laughs> that sounds wildly dangerous. So, essentially, in the same spirit of Ninja Warrior and other type of, like, wipeouts, they're going to set up giant frogger courses that you as a human have to run through over the course of an hour. Like, many people will have Me to try to get through. Meanwhile, fuck tractor trailers and trucks and yeah. cars try to murder you. Beep, beep. Mm, there's alligators in the water trying to chomp at you, turtles. You have to jump from log to log. But you're right. High speed and interstate. And you're just open. Go. Go. Get to the end. I... They're they going to do it on a NASCAR track. <laughs> They're going to have NASCAR drivers and alligators. It's got to take place in Florida, you will be right? Dressed, like this. You'll be dressed in a giant Mario-style frog suit. Wee, 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 wee. It'll be kind of awkward and your vision will be slightly impaired because of the costume, but it'll look really funny. And they're hoping that they only have two or three people die per episode. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's where entertainment's going. We, it's, it's, what can be more entertaining than taking a game from the 70s or like the 80s, bringing it to life and having people run for their lives, for lives and money, one of the two. You can only walk away with one. If friends didn't capture you, is Frogger, the live uh, obstacle course show, going to get you to subscribe to Peacock, Brad? No. All right. They're, they're trying. They're trying. They got The Office. Thanks. They have, wait, yeah, they, they have, have the Punky. office, they have, they have Punky Brewster, and now they got Frogger Show, and you're telling me it's not enough for you. I mean, at, I some, po at some point I'll watch Punky Brewster, but... Oh, yeah. They, they, they are trying hard, friend. 
can't get you yet. I understand. I understand. No, no thanks. No thanks. Um, Brad, I got bad news. Oh no. Oh, I think no. I talked about this on an earlier episode last year, but it has become very apparent through the data that people are just not into sports like they used to be. Mm-hmm. Across the board, um, pretty much all sporting activities during COVID times, uh, what what has been allowed and what has been there has basically the viewership of all of it. I'm talking everything, not just NBA, not just a baseball, not just a football, and not just NASCAR, but all of it has essentially dropped by a half people aren't interested anymore half the people are not interested anymore uh, yeah it's it's, it's bad it's bad it's 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 bad bad. it's just bad it's morally wrong to make these people play these sports during covid times Mm -hmm. even if they quarantine i'm assuming a lot of the venues where people watch these sports like bars and stuff just went away perhaps because of the erratic schedule people are just like i don't want to fucking keep up with this i can't keep up with this it was supposed to be easy supposed to be relaxed i've got other escapisms now i'm trying not to lose my sanity in these covid times like there's a lot of reasons why but definitively Across the board, sports are going. They're like, ah, why a- do they need it? Why do they need an end zone and a goal post? Too much. I'm done. Goodbye. This is devastating to a lot of TV show networks, of supposedly, because they invest a lot of money into sports, and there is some sort of like rhetoric out there that like sports are Americans' pastime. People don't have sports, they're gonna go crazy and ride. If we don't have sports, we aren't American. Turns out. Half those viewers are just gone and say so long, don't care, couldn't, I I guess I was just kind of into this. Like, is there a generational divide with sports? Because I feel like there's a lot more people that are, like, young and they're like, no thanks. I think that's, like, boomer shit. Like, um... I cannot find it in this article, but you are correct. I remember reading it. Uh, let's see. According to the recent poll, only 53% of Gen Zers identify as sports fans. And a more troubling for networks that have invested heavily in live sports is that Zen, uh, Generation Zers are half as likely as millennials to watch live sports regularly and twice as likely to never watch. Yeah, that's right. Fuck sports. No one cares. Gen Z that's my all grandpa's bullshit. Red boomer shit. I will say, Joey said something to me the other day um, that kind of threw me for a loop. So, I, Joey is a family. His his mom and dad are divorced. Uh, he comes to our house sometimes. He goes to his dad's house other times. We're all on really good terms. Like, it's, there's no, like, I would say ill will anywhere. Um, but Joey will very rarely cross streams. He really does like to have what happens at one house and the other, like, just detached so it's really hard to get like for him to say anything about it but when when he does it's always interesting so he says like alex you know the weirdest thing the other day so me and my dad were trying to find the football game on television and that phrase we were trying to find the football game on television in my mind stopped 2021 you know exactly where the football game is you could probably tell alexa to show me the football game please the concept of hunting through cable channels to find a football game is beyond daily yeah. to me. That's 2005, not 2021. Joey was saying, like, when we were going through there, we, f- we saw this really weird commercial. I don't even remember the, what the commercial was because the concept of trying to find a game to watch yeah. blew my fucking like, mind. Don't you know where the game is? Also, why can't you just Google, like, how do I, what, what channel is the game on? Dude, if you're into sports, you know exactly what channel the game's on. There is no surprise. There is, there's a handful of channels it can be, let's go. But I, it, it hit me. My father used to do that. He would be like, all right, let me go find the game. And I'm like, what do you mean? You know it's on these like four channels and you know them by heart. 
it's okay to want to just browse through, I guess, and click through to see what's on. But again, from another time. Also, Joey kind of kind of talks about sports in the same way that it's like, eh, this adult's into it that it takes care of me. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't know. I watch it sometimes because I'm curious about the things these adults do, but he he's not as interested or invested. I don't think kids are into sports. Yeah, it's dumb. Good, good riddance. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Let's, Farewell. Let's shift that to something else. Listen, we checked in with the Jackson Sun. Um, that's mm-hmm. our hometown newspaper. But yeah. Alex, I thought I'd let you know what's happening on, in the Orlando Sentinel. Oh, this is this is great. Oh, Alex, this is great because this I feel like this is something that we we will be able to come back to over and over again. Because I pulled a few of these. There's a, in the opinion section of the Orlando Sentinel that I uh, inadvertently forgot to cancel my my online subscription to, so I have access for another three months. There is a segment called Ticked Off. <laughs> and I these appreciate are, them segmenting that. And these are just people sitting in what they're ticked off about. These are short, like, um, some of them barely longer than a tweet, just saying, what are they ticked off about? <laughs> so I got some of these, because this is great. I mean, the idea, like, the, Tom, it's some boomer shit. Like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna send in my grievances hmm. to the newspaper. Um, and let's figure out who's the most, who, let's see who deserves to be ticked off. Okay. I'm ticked off at our new young mailman. He misdelivers mail at least once a week, exclamation point. Being retired from UPS after 40 years, if I made one mistake with delivery within five years, I went to the office with a proposed suspension. Tighten up your ship, USPS, exclamation point. Wow. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) I mean, boomers, man. I mean, I, he has, oh, go ahead. I was going to start weighing in. Oh, go, go ahead and weigh in. Go ahead and weigh in. Oh, does he have more? Does he go no, no, on? I, I was going to read another one. Oh. Um, so the Postal Service is undergoing some change, uh, for worse, obviously. But you should not blame the poor people delivering your mail because they are, what, they're, it's almost like a gig economy now. I I say that almost because it isn't, but it's it, it's a different way of funding these people that actually bring you your mail versus what it used to be versus now. So you will have many more uh, delivery people, your United States Postal Service stuff, because it is rotation now, and it's a very uh, stressful, lame job. Yeah. Didn't used to be. No. Now it is. Yeah. Because they are exporting people and, yeah, making it to where it's like, all right, we got to do this. So that you didn't need to mail at all is awesome. But, yeah, get used to this. We should tighten that ship. Don't think that we're going to do it anytime soon. Alex? I'm ticked off at the dark-colored Acura slash Lexus who was weaving and speeding through traffic on I-95 in Ormond Beach on Sunday afternoon. I'm the driver you tried to push out of my lane to get through. You could have caused a serious accident. I won't ever know if you were distracted, doing it on purpose, or just an idiot. You aren't cool. To the driver in the blue Ford who moved over to give me room, thank you. You probably saved us both. (laughs) Okay. I love this for a lot of reasons, but this is almost adorable. (laughs) I love it. You probably saved us both. I love just the accuracy... Just like of I'm the like, cars. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get them in the newspaper. I'm gonna get them, and I'm gonna think that the only thing I have to go by are the cars themselves. Wow, 
Does he have a right to be ticked off? I think I, it is annoying when people try to, like, push you out of a lane, especially, I, it's dangerous. Sure, yeah, uh, yeah, of course it's bad, but, like, who's writing it up and sending it to the fucking newspaper? <laughs> I mean, that is the insanity. This is... <clears throat> I'm ticked off! Dogs, and I, I, I have to read this, unfortunately, but clearly I'm against reading this. Dogs okay. poop where they poop. Responsible dog owners pick up the poop in a baggie and dispose of it. Not doing so is a detriment to the environment. No, it's not. It's not a detriment to the environment. And, as we have read, neighbor relations. You can't always control where your dog poops. There is no excuse for not picking it up. I've done it with my, with my bare hand when I didn't have a bag. <laughs> Um, excuse me? Excuse me? No way. Unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, there's so many other routes you could take. Yeah, a million other routes. Tons. And I and I have also bagged some others some other dog's poop in my yard, walked it around the corner, and left it on the hood of the dog owner's car. Wow. I would love if the next one is I'm ticked off. Someone put poop on my car. <laughs> Clearly it's a canines. I, um, it is, I mean, that is a big thing for dog owners. Obviously, you need to pick up the defecation of your animal and, uh, like, take it away. But if you can't, I mean, you find other ways to do it and, like, you go back and clean it up later. I, with our dog, I am, like, very conscious of this and make sure we always have bags with us wherever we go. Because it's just a courtesy to other humanity. It's, you just do that. But I do know a lot of people just leave dog wherever they go and they don't pick it up. And those people are the worst. Definitely. They Definitely. they hate society and they are assholes. Um, I would never though put feces on a person's car, even if they left it. I I don't. I would draw a line there. I don't think I would do that. It's a lot of effort. So I need a question. I need a clarification here. When they're writing in, I'm assuming they're emailing, correct? Um. In my mind, I I wish, and maybe this is just what yes, we, we will yeah, impose yeah. this upon this. Okay, they are emailing. TikTok in my at mind, OrlandoSentinel.com is where you send is you send the men. Because a lot of these are so passionate and heated that it's like, this has to be something quick and easy, like an email um, to get this kind of like emotion. Because if someone is that angry about a car, like cutting them off or uh, their neighbors leaving uh, the feces of their animal in their yard and writing that out by hand and then sending it in via the oh. poster, which is how this used to all work. Oh, yeah. That's a special individual. Oh, that would be great. That I would is, love uh, these come in as postcards. I would love to go back in time to a time when it had to be postcards and letters and read. Because then you would know these people are adamantly, like, they uh, fucking hate whatever. They're, they're really ticked off. Take all of those postcards and make that into a coffee table book and sell it to me. That Ooh, that's a good idea. We'll go We'll go to the library, get the microfiche out, and see some old school, real ticked off opinions. But go I'm ahead. I'm ticked off that I don't have that book. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm ticked off at the post office on Turkey Lake Road for flying tattered American and POW slash MIA flags. So disrespectful. So they're flying a POW MIA flag at the post office? Get yeah. rid of that stupid shit. Can't have that. We can't have that. It's, it's weird. That's weird, like, it's weird. 80s propaganda. Like, it's not even a thing anymore. There's, there's... Guys, there's no POWs from Vietnam that are, like, still in Vietnam. It's not a thing. It never was a thing. It was just, like, crazy conspiracy nonsense. Get rid of the dumb flags. It's 2021. They ain't there. 
I mean, should there be any flags flying at any of these places at all? I mean, you were involved. The U.S. Flags flag, are stupid. sure, maybe, but yeah. flags are dumb. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a flag person. No, flags are stupid. Um, and uh, all of these don't start with "I'm ticked off," which is unfortunate. It should. Um, I appreciate you putting it in there, even if it's yeah. not. Like, I, I like it. But I do like. But they still like. It's still in bold. Whatever is in front. So that's why I point this out. I'm still gonna say, "I'm ticked off." To the one, in bold, to the one who is ticked off that the Super Bowl does not start at 3 p.m. anymore, ellipses. You, uh, to the to the one who is ticked off that the Super Bowl does not start at 3 p.m. anymore, you could not have stayed up to see the halftime show, ellipses. Not to worry, you did not miss anything. In fact, it was one of the worst halftime shows ever. I to the one who is ticked off that the Super Bowl does not start at 3 p.m. anymore. Oh, is he responding to somebody else being ticked off? Oh, yeah. You could not have stayed up to see the halftime show. Not to worry. You did not miss anything. In fact, it was one of the worst halftime shows ever. Ooh. Wicked burn on the Super Bowl and that person that was ticked off previously, I guess. <laughs> I'm looking up to see who it was because I did not watch the halftime show. Because yeah. I did not watch the Super Bowl. Because yeah. that's boomer shit. Yeah. Also, why do we have a Super Bowl? Like, it's, it's fucking quarantine times, you dummies. Like... Like, stop getting CTEs during quarantine times. Huh. Oh, um, musician The Weeknd was the person who performed. He was a Canadian musician. No, that's not even a person. I don't even believe you. That's not a thing. I've never heard of that. Is that a person or is that a group? It's a person. Mm. He's got some okay songs. Kind of, um, a try. There's nothing you could say. There's nothing you could say that would give me any idea. (laughs) He he makes some good jams. He has kind of a, uh, like an 80s synth Michael Jackson vibe as far as like how he does his music now. Okay. Um, hasn't always been like that, but it, and he makes some good jams. I, a complicated right. person, I guess, but. Self-checkout counters tick me off. <laughs> when you use one, you become the cashier. Only the store has you working for free. You're also taking a cashier's job. Before you complain about aliens taking American jobs, don't say that. Don't say aliens. That's yeah, weird. That's super weird. Before you complain about aliens taking American jobs, think about the ones you're taking. Listen, I. <sighs> People love to make this argument about the self checkouts. Like, and I get, yeah, it's a way for the company to, like, like have less workers, sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, I hate when people are like, why am I doing their job? I'm like, shut up. Like, fuck you. Like, No one wants to do that job, guys. You don't want someone to be paid below minimum wage to bag your groceries. I mean, yeah, and- like, I, like, I... I, I, like, yeah, that's a shitty job. I worked in a grocery store. It sucked. Um, yeah. Like, we should have more money for everything. Like, there should be more jobs in general. There should be a jobs guarantee. You also shouldn't be have to work to survive. But, you know, capitalism. Yeah. Like, we're it's fucked. But, like, this whole, like, uh, why, why am I doing someone else's job for free is the, like, I don't know. This always feels so fucking stupid to me. Like Oh, it is. Like, I just can't stand it. Like, I wish everything was self-checkouts. Like, like we need a better system. But, like... I, I don't want, like, I would, I, you know, self-checkouts forever, um, but everybody needs to learn how to use a self-checkout. So, uh, yeah. I mean, the history behind, like, the checkout thing in general, and just how that's evolved, and has, having, having been someone on the inside, all the crazy ways that supermarkets 
try to expedite checkout. Because it's moved away from, like, shrinkage and whatever, because some of that at some point was people are going to try to steal stuff. we got to keep an eye on this. we got to keep it on up and up and have people go through this channel when they leave. And we've laxed that because a lot of these companies are making so much money it doesn't matter to them. It's yeah. like, all right, yeah, we're going to have so many uh, millions in shrinkage a year. But it's because most people tend to be honest, and yeah. those that don't, you know, it's whatever. But... Even then, it's like, we need to get more and more people through so it's faster, faster, faster. How can we make self-checkout even more fast? And let me tell you, there were some things that were prototyped at a place I used to work at, Kroger, that did not make it very far past the prototype phase, partly because it might have been dangerous. <laughs> Yikes. Um, um, but that's stories for another time. But we know what, but I, I, I was about to say something that I realized um, the Illuminati is going to come down on us because you know the uh -oh. fastest way to make self-checkouts faster? Kill all uh -oh. the old people. Like what? with a deadly virus that targets the elderly? What? What do you mean? How would that expedite checkout? Because um, you're thinking they're gumming up the works? Have you ever been on a self-checkout behind an old person? I've never really seen an old person use self-checkouts, and now I'm wondering if they're all self-conscious about it and if they just can't do it. They can't do it. I'll tell you that. Those motherfuckers can't do it. It's like, like I got into a line like a couple of weeks ago, and this like old woman in front of me had like 10 things in, in like her basket. And then like there was two other lines that like they had a few people in line. And I was like, well, I guess I'll get behind this one. Usually I watch out and I see an old person. And I'm like, no, thanks. Not going to get behind an old person because they don't know how to do it. Uh, but the other lines were all long because everyone else knew what was up. And this fucking woman was there for like 10 minutes. Like 10 minutes of just like couldn't, couldn't fucking work it. Just couldn't like looking at everything, trying to find it. Try it, couldn't, turning it, looking at it, like, and then like putting it back in the, like, you move faster, person. What are you doing? It's not oh, for the old, man. That's why we have. It's a gun. On the subject of people, old people in grocery stores not knowing what they're doing, Alex, like, have you seen, like, this phenomenon, like, where people don't know how to use shopping carts? <laughs> where, Alex, when you have a shop, when you're in a grocery store and you have a shopping uh -huh. cart, yeah. where are your hands? They tend to be on the handle on the back where I'm pushing it forward. So you don't just, like, drag it behind you? From the front? Yeah. Um, not for extended distances. If I am in an aisle and for some reason someone comes up and my, my cart is obstructing their view, which again, I try to be very sure, courteous with this, sure. where I don't do that anyway. Right. And of I'm course. in front of the cart, then I'm like, oh, okay, here, let me move this. I will reach over and grab it because sure. I'm not a crazy person that goes around and but grabs it. But you don't it. just like but drag I would never... it around awkwardly? Well, it's not designed to do that. It won't it doesn't work, work that yeah, way very doesn't. effectively unless there's a certain type of cart. I swear, I feel like there's a giant increase lately of people that don't know how how shopping carts work. Maybe these people like didn't buy groceries before pandemic times, but like I, I'm constantly just seeing people like pulling a cart behind them, like with one hand, and it's just like veering side to side because it has no control because you can't pull a cart like that. These people just like pulling it along, like you're insane. That's not how it works. Oh yeah, there there are carts you can do that with, but they're not at most grocery stores. No. The carts at IKEA, where they have every wheel is free for sure. you, can move it around like that, and it's and it's fine. It's still not the best way to do it. Yeah. But I can see someone using that just because it when you're moving it, it feels like okay. There's a different kind of control here. But traditional shopping carts, who the fuck are you? Yeah, it's what insane. are you doing? It's this wild. is anarchy. It's, it's like this is how it's made. It's not. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna be on the lookout next time. I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, sorry for that diversion, Alex. Um, oh, we're fine. I'm ticked off how <laughs> some of my neighbors can have seven junk cars in their driveway and yards on Lakeview Drive in Okoe for over 10 years and code enforcement doesn't care. Looks a junkyard. Very sad. 
Looks a junkyard. <laughs> oh, I love it. <clears throat> to the moron that thinks they don't have to cover their nose with their mask on. We do it for a reason. Masks must be worn over your mouth and nose. When you when you don't have the mask over your nose, you are breathing or sneezing potentially infectious particles into the air around you. You might not care if you get sick, but I sure don't want you to infect me. That's the that's the most sound one we've heard so yeah, far. Yeah. Um. Alex, on this one, um, there's also a couple of the flip side, which you can uh, you can you can also email into um, if you have. Uh, if you want to share a random act of kindness, you can email flipside at Orlando Sentinel. <clears throat> so this is the flip side. I want to thank huh. the Orange County Library System for brightening my day during COVID-19 with their online reservations and honed delivery service. Thanks to these unsung heroes. Hone delivery. Mm. Hone delivery. What is a hone you can get from the library? Hone delivery. Cheers and many thanks to the wonderful army soldiers working today at the Orange County Convention Center vaccine distribution site. They were polite, organized, and just plain nice to everyone. Five star service. <laughs> I don't know if I like the flip side. Like, it's yeah, a little weird place to be. Yeah, that's. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I was gonna say we could stop here, but I, I, I want to read this one. <clears throat> to the woman who was upset that the dance teacher who flirted with her at the gym didn't call her later, I suspect your obvious anger issues scared him off. <laughs> Wait, is this a flip side? <laughs> uh, no, that's a, that's a, no, that's a, that's a straight up ticked off. I'm ticked. What are they ticked off about? I guess they're ticked off about this woman's anger issues. Mm -hmm. Because the the gym instructor wouldn't call her back. I think you just. I think you. Just, I think you're just talking shit about some woman you saw complaining at the gym. Yeah. You're just. You're just this is a gossip. You're a gossip. I'm ticked this off. Is... I'm ticked off that this person wrote into ticked off with gossip and not actually being ticked off. Please email that right now from Ramjack. Can we email this as Ramjack? Because we have a Ramjack oh, email address. I wonder. No, I wonder if this is another one that's responding to another ticked off. Maybe a woman Ooh. wrote in that she was ticked off that the dance teacher that flirted with her didn't call her, and this person's responding to that ticked off. Oh, no, I it love me that. <laughs> I am disgusted seeing. It's called ticked off, guys. Come on. Yeah. I am disgusted seeing masks lying on the ground. I normally pick up any kind of litter when I walk, but have not picked up anything since COVID, this COVID nightmare. And masks are the worst, exclamation point. Do you think anyone should pick up after you? I mean, yeah. It's true. Every trash. I guess, I mean, yeah, every, no one should litter. Straight. It, it, stop. The amount of vehicular traffic on the streets of Orlando really ticks me ticks me off is what it should be ticks me off not ticks me really ticks me <sighs> don't people work anymore with gas prices on the rise who can afford to drive around during the day are gas prices on the rise i thought they were they're very low i thought right again now. Maybe I, they're I going put back gas up. in my know. tank once a month maybe so i have no idea what gas prices are right now but i don't think they're really on the rise we're about once a month too it's and every time i've been i thought it was really low yeah, gas prices are seemingly yeah, yeah, uh, two seventy nine, two sixty nine. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Two fifty. I used I used fuel points to help bring it down even more at a local grocery store. Oh, um, and I paid like a a dollar nine for gas, which is like when we were in high school prices. 
Whoa. Yeah. I know. But even cheaper. I like I I, I remember when he started driving the gas was like a dollar thirty, I think. Dollar nine, that's wild. It was nuts. Hey. Um to the person to the person ticked because she had to wear a mask in the porta potty at the wildlife refuge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I love these responses. This is my favorite thing. I didn't really, we have responses to other ticked offs. To the person ticked she to wear a mask in the porta potty in the wildlife refuge. Porta potties smell so bad, I'm going to continue to wear a mask, COVID or not, whenever I have to use one. And for public restrooms too? Why not? It's so automatic now, anyway, for most of us, that is. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So. Why wish who goes to a porta potty and takes I look if you're in a porta potty I guess you're by yourself Yeah who's who could take who's your mask stopping off you? Who's also why are you at a wildlife refuge Why are you at a just to be in a porta potty at a wildlife refuge is that's quite a situation you found yourself in during quarantine yeah. times and who's policing you? Like, who is in the porta potty with you? Or what cameras in the porta potty? We're making sure you have your mask on. Yeah, no, that was weird. I don't know about that at all. Um, I have questions on that one. A lot but. of questions. A lot of questions. Uh, to the individual who called those not getting the vaccine selfish, people should make their own decisions on what they feel is the right thing to do. But if you get the vaccine, then you don't have to worry about us anyway. Oh, yeah, we do. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, we, we do. definitely do. We definitely do, fucking lunatic. You're the problem. It's only, many of them are only, what, 90% effective? Or yeah. like and 70? That's a, and the then the Johnson Johnson. Yeah. When this Johnson thing mutates. Like 60. Because of all these fucking lunatics that aren't going to get vaccinated, because it's still f- roaming around and mutating. Yeah, it's going to be a problem for everybody. So, yeah, you're a selfish or, fuck. With Texas getting rid of its mask mandate, and there's people just around, not caring. Yeah. Spreading, mutating. Uh, yeah. Like, there's no, so many reasons, say. Yeah, I, I'm ticked. I'm ticked, and they're rightfully ticked. ticked. So, uh, Alex, that's a uh, that's ticked off. I like it. It's a goodie. I will go ahead and say, the Ramjack listeners, in addition to just always uh, soliciting your f- drawings of fears, mm-hmm. I say I would love to solicit your I'm I'm ticked off. Yeah, please send us your ticked offs, and then once we receive those ticked offs, if you want to respond to other people's ticked offs, bring it on. We'll take them. We'll take them all. Yeah. Um, like. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> What's weird? I'm sorry. This whole, I mean, this whole, like, uh, feature on a newspaper is bizarre. I think it's, I give them props for coming up with it. It seems like a, um... Oh, oh, sorry, it's sorry. It's a good I gotta spin read, on a classic. One, one more, I'm gonna, this is the last one I'm gonna read. <clears throat> to my husband! And you know who you are! <laughs> to my husband, and you know who you are, clean up after yourself. Take it out, put it back. Take it out and put it back. Okay. I wonder how many boomer husbands just assumed it was them. Oh no, I didn't put it back after I took it out. Oh, she got me. And now everyone, now everyone knows she was ticked off. Now see here, I hate that you took it to the newspaper to tell them I've been uh, leaving my stuff out, <laughs> and not putting things back. Well, you how should, dare you? You should put it back. I told you, if you take it out, you should put it back. I'm sorry, but I had to go to the paper of record. Uh, making our business, everyone's known. Here in Orange County. Knock, 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 knock. Oh, hello, Buford. So, uh, um, have you gotten everything put away? Nah. <laughs> How did they know? Damn woman. Oh, Buford. Oh, you never put things away. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Come on, did you read the paper? Oh, 
Hey, is he Buford? Yeah. He ain't put nothing away. <laughs> Goddamn woman. <laughs> so good. I forget that Florida is like the hub for old people. Like it just escapes my mind. So oh, yeah. of course there's community. Like this probably that one. I'm ticked off about my husband, but that probably just uproars in retirement communities oh, all over the fucking so good. place. It's a goodie. It's a goodie. So yeah, send us, send us, uh, send us your ticked offs. Send us your flipped off. Your flip, your flip sides, whatever. You I got a flip side. We'll whatever. take a flip side for a ticked off, but you know. We should, we should be advocates of this. If anything ticks us off, we should take it to the Facebook I, group and be like, you know what ticks me off? I mean, like, we, maybe we'll have like a whole ticked off episode because, like, guys, and we haven't discussed this yet, but I don't know if we're gonna be able to do uh, April Anarchy this year like we may have to like cancel it for covid times because have any of us like been into the world enough to have monsters i uh, this has also been on my mind as well because i can't think of any other than like random people which i do not have enough information beyond they just uh a fragrantly just unapologetically didn't wear a mask and maybe uh were people who were like i'm not gonna wear it but that's all of us have asshole yeah, pe- stories like, like I, that yeah, other than that no monsters yeah i mean besides these people pulling the grocery cards backwards like and yeah and people not yeah, wearing a- masks and shit like that's i think that's like i don't see people so i don't i don't know if i you know i don't know we'll try to figure it out but like maybe instead of an april anarchy uh, maybe we'll just have a a, a ticked off um bracket I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, anybody, anybody has any thoughts or suggestions? Let us know. But uh, we got we got a few months to prepare. Oh yeah, Brad, you have heard of cryptocurrency, right? Oh yeah, I'm I'm deep in. Is do you got the Dogecoin, right? I got I got some Dogecoin and I got some Bitcoin. Sky's the limit. I'm I'm currently a pretty much about even on Dogecoin at the moment. In Bitcoin, I'm currently, it's gone down a bit, but I'm still up $17. According to the people who do the math, uh, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, all cryptocurrency goes through a very predictable uh, spike and dip. Mm-hmm. So uh, just be aware of that. I don't know when the bubble's bursting, but apparently it's coming up. I, I, I'm feeling, I'm, I think, I think I'm going to be just fine. You're, you're going to be okay. Yeah. Have you heard of crypto collectibles? Vaguely. Really popping off in this crypto world. So um, people are paying an insane amount of money. Um, so I guess the big buzzword or how they identify crypto collectibles is they call them an NT, uh, NFT, which stands for non-fungible tokens. And essentially they encapsulate something, whether it's a piece of artwork or when it comes to the NBA, they have these uh, uh, NFTs that are moments, like key moments and good, like popular games. And you can get like sections of the moment, like as uh, Kobe Bryant goes up to get ready for this. I have the pre-moment, I have the moment, and then the post-moment reaction. And these things are selling for tons. Uh, there's also something called Crypto Punks, which are these uh, RFTs that are tiny little um, squares. Like I, it looks like they may be 200 pixels by 200 pixels, and it's just really crude bad pixel art of these faces that are punk in nature and someone paid twenty thousand dollars for one and it's a unique piece of crypto artwork you can keep or a unique moment in some sort of sporting uh, event brad over the span of seven days this was posted on february 25th so the last seven days building up to february 25th 40 45.2 million dollars in sales floated around the collective crypto uh, art scene, crypto collectible scene. Thoughts and feels. 
I it's all the same. It's I it's like it's it's a more honest version of the way wealthy people like buy art. So true. Uh, a little less controlled um, because things can appreciate and depreciate value pretty quickly. Um, so there was also there's another one of these things called Crypto Kitties, where it's all crypto cats. And someone recently, um, oh, and they generated uh, four hundred and thirty-three thousand in sales in a week on their NFTs, just digital cats. The NBA one is called Top Shots. Um, yeah, and, and, and they've generated uh, one hundred and forty-seven million in sales in just seven days. Tons of money to be had in this crypto scene. Is there any? Is there any crypto collectible that would? Take you away from Dogecoin or Bitcoin? Would you are you thought about jumping over to something that's not just like money? Maybe something that's a little bit more artistic? No, 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 because hey. I, no, because that's no, no. I just, I just want to make some money. Dogecoin's a Dogecoin's insanely easy to make money on because it's so insanely volatile because it's so cheap. So you like it's it's you're like. It's, you're gonna make money back, like, at some point. Like, it's just, like, you know, as long as you got, as long as you don't need the money anytime soon, you can make, like, an insane amount of money when it eventually, like, goes high again. Oh, um, yeah. And Bitcoin is just, like, like, I mean, I bought that, like, when it was really low, so I'm just, I don't have much, but I'm just holding on to it forever. And it's money. Yeah. It is the same as, well, is cash. So there is no, other than like it losing and appreciating value just because of the way it works, there's also not the added, well, not necessarily the added cultural spin on that, where is this NBA game moment going to stand the test of time? You pay $30,000 for it now, will it be worth 12000 down the road? I mean, that's, it's, there it's is literally a all the same, though. It, that's, it's literally all the same. Well, I think I think that there's certain pieces of art that you would buy now that uh, through this, assuming yeah, the crypto art that may not ever go back up just because of all kinds of things. I mean, who knows how long it'll stay around? I mean, but. if this like whatever this like you know, I, because it's again, it's not people like people are buying things just because they 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 appreciate crypto art. Like it's all like investment, and it's all worth whatever people are willing to get out of it, and as long there's people with money that are willing to play this game like it's all it, like it's not it's there is no intrinsic value much like the actual stock market which is the thing that shook up everybody like when the whole um GameStop thing happened like because these things mean nothing it's a fucking game it's all gambling and none of it means anything much like how wealthy people use art as like a placeholder for money and as a way to offshore money and as ways to pump up the value of their money by buying art that theoretically has um rarity and value and then using using that as a means to just move money around. Like, wealthy people don't buy art because they have a great appreciation of art. Yeah, I, I would say that rings true. I, I, sure, I'm sure there's some that appreciate art, but also like, oh, yeah, this is double dukes. Yeah. But I, 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 I don't think, especially the extremely wealthy, that is not the end goal. No, no, I'm talking um, about people buying art, like wealthy people buying art. Like if wealthy people are buying a piece and donating it to a museum, well, that's a whole other thing. Like charity, charity's the same thing. Like it's all, it's all a fucking game and it's all about keeping wealthy people rich and wealthy people playing games to make money on money. Like, it, but none of it has means anything. It's all a game. 
I will say it's ingenious that the uh, that people were able to spin crypto into this or the concept of that kind of blockchain technology into these things. No. Um, they're making tons of money. Mm. Uh, good idea, guys, I, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Brad would ever be game for um, turning certain sound bites of Ramjack into NFTs and maybe showing up some cash for the Ramjack network at some point. Um, if you want any, if you want any uh, piece of audio from Ramjack to own in a crypto blockchain faction, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Um, what, we'll get an appetite for it and see what you want. You want. We, will sell, we will sell you that. I want a very specific monster story from a certain monster bracket. Mm. How much is it worth? You tell us. We'll create a market. <laughs> we'll get that thing blockchain we'll quick. A market based on it. So as far as I know, the only thing people are doing this to are pieces of digital art that are pretty rudimentary, NBA games, there's some music videos. Has anyone done this to podcasting mm. yet? Is this a way to expedite the Ramjack Knights network into reality can you by like can many you years believe or that possibly? E- can you believe that Elon Musk like straight up bought all of episode 247? Impossible. Wild. It's segmented into tiny little light. He just bought the whole thing. He fucking bought the thing. whole episode. He bought the whole, all, every bit of episode 247. Worth millions. Millions. Oh, I mean, the, the price is going up. Like, because of that, the price of episode uh, 246 and 248 is like through the roof. <laughs> I imagine people buying just the commentary on individual Belvedere episodes. I own that. Oh, yeah. That's mine now. Would that mean we have to take it out of the back catalog? It would just be erased no, from no, history. No, 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 no. It would definitely still exist. It would just, it would just be that person would, would they would own it though. Yeah, you would have that soundbite. Ah, I'm just looking. You can sell uh, it. Let's see. That would be. I was trying to see what that episode was now, because now I just because I just said that randomly. I want to know what episode 247 is. It was from 2015. It's November of 2015. Hold, hold, hold. Let's see what Elon bought. What that fucking psychopath bought. 247. Danger at the Ramjack branch office. A tale of hyperbole. Alice gets more shocking news from his favorite candidate. Oh. Ben Carson? Um. <laughs> it took me a second to remember who I, that was. I am ready to take down a bus driver or Jughead Jones. Uh, we play a rousing round of everyone's favorite judicial game. Hear ye, hear ye. And Mr. Velvedere, season six, episode three, Truckin' is 100% bananas on all fronts. Hmm. Oh, this is the episode where I'm talking about how Jughead better be wearing a crown. Hmm. So I guess this is pre, pre-Riverdale talk. Uh, what I, you know, I own the very first time on Ramjack where Brad said, burn it to the fucking ground if Jughead Jones didn't come with a, uh, correct with a crown. And that's mine. Elon owns and that. Elon owns it. He owns it. He owns it. Every bit of it. I, will I research what it takes to make this kind of crypto content and perhaps float some of our choice sound bites on there? Probably not. Mm. Unless you tell us there's an appetite for it. Unless you think that the rich can somehow use us to move their money around and in, and 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 I would say in a reciprocal nature, like we also get lots of money from this kind of endeavor. I don't know if it's worth the buy, but I we would be the first podcast to do it, as far yeah. as I know. Yeah. This has not breached the podcast world yet. We can be pioneers here. And to know that someone might own me saying this, the very idea that spawned a multi-billion dollar Ramjack Knights network means everything to me. Absolutely. And thank you, person. Absolutely. You are, you are owner one, owner zero, I guess, in this 
uh, NFT market. Alex, I, I check the forums because I do every once in a while just to see if anything's happening with our with our Mormons, with our creepies. Um, <laughs> our Mormons and our creepies are wonderful phrases for these yeah, people. These yeah. loving these communities that we have found that we absolutely. Help. And these I got two two quickies here. Um, this is from our pal Feather. Hi guys, I'm just a Feather. Why is taco seasoning so bad? Huh. <clears throat> alternative question. We haven't dealt with the first one yet, Feather, please. But already, alternate question. Why does Mexican food at restaurants taste so much better than homemade Mexican food? It's almost as if they are completely different genres of food. What is the solution? I absolutely love Mexican food bought at every restaurant. I even enjoy some Taco Bell stuff, but I can't stand homemade Mexican food. Huh. First of all, you're talking about taco seasoning. So, uh, there's there's the first clue. Mm-hmm. The first clue. All right, what are you using taco seasoning for? No mention of brand either. Like, what type of taco seasoning? I mean, I just assume we're talking about, like, a, pa- a pouch of taco seasoning. Like, a, yeah, like a pouch too. that says taco seasoning. Like, yeah. store brand taco sh- seasoning. Like, well, first of all, like, that's taco seasoning, like... Like that's that goes back to like this old timey like Tex Mex like bullshit food that's mm-hmm. like just that's white people food like don't <laughs> don't don't put like a a pouch of like weird like mediocre ass spices on ground beef and call it a taco like why don't you like cook some actual like meat and vegetables and make yeah, fresh tortillas be whatever you need it to be yeah yeah very weird. I mean, props to this person for calling out taco seasoning as that, kind of. I, their hearts, they know there's something up here. They just don't understand how to articulate that in a way that Brad just did. Very strange. Um, it's strange. But the reason I wanted to read this is because I, I peered through the comments for a second. And Susie, who is a church history junkie, she writes in, I love Mexican food, but I don't like the food served at typical Mexican restaurants. Besides Taco Bell and other fast food places, the food is very different. Having said that, I make tacos often, and we all enjoy it. Hmm. You love Mexican food, just not when it comes from Mexican restaurants. You just like Taco Bell and other fast food places. And you like your tacos. Hey, Susie? Susie, you don't like Mexican food. I hate to break it to you, Susie, but you don't know what real Mexican food... Like, you don't appreciate it. Susie? At all. Susie has never eaten cilantro in her life. <laughs> cilantro? If a lime showed up on her plate, she would scream. What's this doing on here? Lime is good on tacos. It's... Susie is the whitest person I've ever heard of. Yeah. Reveling in it. Loving it. I love Mexican food, but I don't like the type served at Mexican restaurants. Besides Taco Bell and other fast food places. So you mean real Hispanic so you food mean like, you just dislike. I hate good food. I like bad food. Bad food's the best. I make bad food all the time. It's good. It's not. It's in the title. It's not. Bad food's bad. Good food's Mediocre good. Mediocre at best. Yeah. Your food is terrible. <laughs> so, uh, hey, Feather. Like, learn how to cook like yeah open up your palate like just like what why don't you watch a video on how to make actual mexican food stop they're everywhere on the internet stop using a pouch first of all nothing comes out of a pouch like just get some actual like seasonings like why don't you what are you doing with a pouch no pouches no pouches it's 2021 we don't use pouches anymore 
I mean, I guess there is no excuse now. We have YouTube, we have every fucking recipe site on the fucking internet. Like, the collective, not, it is easy to get into cooking and cooking something that tastes good without relying on those old school boomer shit. Like, something in a box or something in a fucking pouch. You can make your own stuff. Now, if you don't have time, sure, I guess you can rest on your laurels and go on there. I mean, but just, people, I... But, like... Maybe. But how hard is it just to, like, cook, like, cook some steak and, like, some peppers and onions, like, in a skillet... And like, what don't you have? Don't you have spices in your home? Like, what are you, what are you doing? In pouches. I mean, like, <laughs> what do you? I, oh, feather, 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 feather. All right, Alex. Uh, I think we've helped feather. Yeah. I want to jump. Susie. Want to jump over? Susie's. Susie can't be helped. I'm very we sorry. We realize that Susie. We've had to say Susie's goodbye. Susie's the lost Susie. cause, but she didn't write into the question. It was Feather's question. We helped Feather. Susie is a lost cause. But what about these creepies, Alex? What about these creepies? Hi guys. I'm just a Proxima M. Um, I'm a male practitioner. Um, who her favorite his favorite spirit to work with is an elf. He wishes he could be an elf. He wishes his superpower would be to fly. And his paranormal name is. T- to be decided. <clears throat> experience with werewolf. Hi guys, I'm just approximate M. I want to relay this experience, but I wish to keep some facts of this private. So please don't ask for specifics that could point to things like who and such. <laughs> Ellipses, but with space between each period, which is very strange. The facts I do reveal, comma, are true and not made up for the sake of privacy. Okay, comma. It was last year, comma, springtime, and I was stationed at a temporary work location in the southern United States, comma, when near the end of the day, comma, one of my temporary co-workers turned to me and began to morph slash transform into a werewolf. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it actually looked like, it looked to me like something out of the movies, comma, but was happening before my very eyes, period. It did, comma, in fact, comma, look painful, comma, or at least, comma, very uncomfortable, period. <laughs> what a sentence. <laughs> it did, in fact, look painful, or at least, it did, in fact, look painful, or at least, very uncomfortable. It was not a full moon that day, comma, and I was not drinking, comma, nor doing any kind of drugs, period. New, new paragraph. Then as quickly as the transfor- transformation had started, comma, it reversed before we became a full-fledged werewolf. I said, comma, wow, are you okay? Wow, are you okay? But he looked at me like he was coming out of a trance and didn't hear me, comma, nor appear like he even knew what had just ha- transpired. So I dropped it at that point. <laughs> Spontaneous werewolfing. This is the only such occurrence of this kind of experience I have ever had before and since, period. I wonder if being a werewolf is a curse, comma? Just a thing, comma? Or a blessing, question mark? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ellipses with spaces between all the periods. What do you think, question mark? Ellipses with space between all the periods. So, Alex, um... Wow. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you think? Is it a curse, a thing, or a blessing? 
curse I thing or blessing? Those are your choices. I, I think it's a thing. I don't <laughs> think it's a thing. thing. Well, I think it's it's a thing out of those three, and the thing is, it's not real, obviously. Like, the thing is, it's not real. That's the thing. It's, it's the fiction thing is, is the, the thing, thing that you're is, trying to put in there. It's not a thing. Yeah. The thing is, it's fictional. It's pretend. It's make-believe. Um, a blessing? A curse? I don't... I love the idea that he's with a coworker. Coworker uh-huh. turns into a into a werewolf, and then turns back, and he's like, "Whoa, are you okay?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, what?" Oh, I, and then he just drops it, like, "Oh, I'm just nothing, nothing." Werewolf, Red. <laughs> you motherfucking werewolf. <laughs> I mean, if I transformed into a werewolf in front of you. I imagine there'd be more than just in your relaying to other people. Like, he turned to a werewolf. Oh, yeah. I would be... I would, yeah, we'd have a, have a lot of questions. Like, Alex, are you a werewolf? And I would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then my eyes would flash kind of the werewolf from uh, Thriller in Michael Jackson. Hmm. Very curious you say that, because your eyes just flashed like in Thriller with Michael Jackson. Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. Well... Oh! Motherfucker. You know, I'm not letting you off that easy. I saw you, werewolf. The description, though, of my transformation would not begin and end with kind of like something in the movies, but in real life. I'm sure you would go into detail of it was disturbing to see his face um, distort into what looked like a, a, a like an a, like a muzzle, like just like yeah. the way that his body, the graphic nature, of which also the head turns into this, his hands turned into like. Were, 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 did my hands look like a like a human hands with claws, or did they turn more canine like or wolf like? It's the I mean, most there's a lot of things thing. that he leaves out that I would have as a person that genuinely saw something like this. I would just volunteer. Um. So some other person's like, "Wow, I can't believe you saw a real transformation." Proxima M writes back, "Yeah, a true transformation. Ever since then, my thought has been, well, if that's true, then it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> Slippery slope. I didn't ask. You see one transformation. I didn't ask him afterwards, but I gathered he is aware of his condition from other factors. I get the notion that he didn't want to talk. Didn't want to talk. At least didn't want to talk. Comma. At least to me. Comma. About it." Well, I would say that I give this guy some credit. It's like, look, this werewolf, obviously, he got caught slipping at the workplace, and he's uncomfortable talking to me about it. Don't want to pressure him. It changed my life completely. Everything must be real now. Werewolves are real, but you know what? Mad respect, man. Nobody likes a nosy Nelly, sure. No. Like, everybody stared at people's shit, but, like, I'm sorry. If you turn into a goddamn werewolf, like, yeah, you get to ask questions. If your coworker turns into a werewolf, it's like, hey, hey, hey. Are you a motherfucking werewolf? I don't want to talk about it. I'm No, I'm sorry. You are a werewolf, sir. You are a magical creature. Second follow-up question. Is everything real? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Does he think... Okay, obviously, if Bigfoot, vampires... I, I, ghoulies... I don't, I don't even know. Any other type of mythical, like, crazy fantasy creature. I mean... Like, it's insane. It's absolutely fucking insane. You didn't see a werewolf. You're either insane no. or you're lying. <laughs> like, it's one of the two. Could have been anything. You could have been caught between, like, awake and dream state. You could have been... It could have all been a dream. You could have had, like, a lapse on an LSD trip. Who knows? Hold the fuck up. I just scrolled to the bottom of the page. He's got another update. I want to update this experience with possible new insight. Uh-oh. <laughs> In reflection, comma... I think what I described could very well have been the result of someone spiking my drink with a micro acid hit. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't do sense. drugs and such, comma, but what happened to me was explained to me by a friend who said that the effects could have been a result of this. It was very short-lived and specific only to what I described as a sort of surreal and almost cartoonish transformation of this person into a werewolf. I am undecided because it seems like if my drink was spiked, I might have seen other hallucinations and maybe feeling different physically, but nothing else happened other than the visuals I described. But since no one else saw it that I know of, and I didn't ask anyone about it, it's a mystery to me. Hey, guys, if you see a were- if you see a werewolf, say a werewolf. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a werewolf. If you see- if somebody turns into a werewolf, you have to say, "I'm sorry. I just need to know if I've been drugged or if you perchance just turned into a werewolf." I have no idea what I, like, you're talking listen, about. Rough, rough. When um, when the wolfbane blooms and the autumn moon is bright, um, do you become a wolf by chance? I think I think someone accidentally spiked your drink okay. with some sort of like quick, mild hallucinogenic, maybe salvia oh. in some respect. You get a really quick hit, quick hallucination, and then like within five minutes, it's gone. Okay, so okay, okay, that's cool. I'll get that checked out. So, but you're sure that you are not a werewolf? <laughs> you see, you're wolfing out. You're wolfing out over there. No, not at all. Gotcha. Oh god, every time it's gotcha. painful. Gotcha, you motherfucking werewolf. Oh, no, it's hallucinogenic. What are you talking uh, about? Gotcha. I love the idea of a werewolf getting got and just being like, all right, you got me, I'm a werewolf. Hmm. Welcome to the club. Now you're in the know. And it's all real, by the way. Ah, all of it. I, I do give this guy credit, like genuinely being, I guess, terrified of the concept and then like going into like, you get, what I saw may have just been a, a weird reaction to something else. Like, he's open to the possibility that werewolves aren't real, which I think is not where a lot of people on these Creepy Hollows forums would go, right? Yeah. Yeah. They would be like, no, what I saw is what I saw. He's like, well, what I saw might have been... Could have been anything. Could have been acid. Okay, most interesting thing. I just looked at the dates. That first post was March... (laughs) The day before the riots. (laughs) (laughs) March 2017. March wow. 2017. This update, January 21st, 2021. No fucking so way. years later, he's like, oh, guys. Uh, guys, just, guys. Just give guys an update. Uh, turns out I may have been drugged. So this... It's been about five years. Yeah, he went on a journey with this. Like, he has, dude, these really, everyone he's seen, he's told the story to. And everyone's like, he's, why didn't you ask him about it? It's like, I didn't want to be weird about it. I don't know. Can you find him on Facebook? I mean, I don't know if I should ask him to be friends or not. He didn't want to talk to me about it. I respect his werewolf kind. Should I ask, should I even try to friend him on Facebook this close to the full moon? <sighs> I mean, ugh, proceed with caution. Thanks. Wow. Thank you, Creepy Hollows. Thank we, you. I, always a well of uh, amusement and just baffling um, escapades and personal questions. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. I'm Alex. That's Brad. You know where to find us online, ramjackpodcast.com. There's the Facebook group. There's a YouTube page. Feel free to send us any drawings of your fears or things that you're mad about. Are you ticked <sighs> off? Ticked off. Or do you have a flip side you'd like to show us? Mm. We take it all. Um, feel free to contact us. <clears throat> and <clears throat> and <clears throat> friends, if if you wake up in the middle of the night <clears throat> and you can barely swallow and everything around you looks a junkyard before you do anything else, 
or take any action whatsoever. Just check the flavor selector on your Gatorade Smart It says I need green apple. Oh no. I hate green apple. Well, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. You gotta go get it. Go out. Into the night. Grab that flavor. Hmm. Why does everything have to look a junkyard, too? <laughs> oh, no. I am so thirsty. The whole world's a junkyard to me. The whole... the, the All the world's a junkyard, <laughs> and we but players upon it. <laughs> I was beyond parched, and for a brief moment, the world transformed in front of my eyes into a junkyard. What looked like a junkyard. Um, transformed maybe I was back. just on acid. Could have been some acid someone slipped me. <laughs> Micro acid, huh. you know, quick hit. Sometimes, so, listen, sometimes you reach for a lemon lime Gatorade and sometimes you accidentally get microdosed. It's a weird world. Are, are all beverages going to switch over to like the GX smart patch concept? Like, is there going to be a Coke patch and a Pepsi patch? Oh, why? like, oh, what you, you need uh, Coca-Cola black. Oh, no, yeah. that's not, no, thank you. Caffeine's low in your body. The only way you can get that up is not normal caffeine. You need high dose levels. You need coffee mixed with it. We detect there's Pepsi in your bloodstream. Mm. (laughs) Must have been drinking (laughs) Pepsi for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, An alarm goes off. You're going to need a quick infusion of of, uh, Cherry Coke Zero. You got to zero out your Pepsi levels with a sweet Z. Cherry variety. Just clear the palate. I love the, I love the idea of adding the flavors. Oh yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's the ingenious me. idea. <laughs> like we're not just gonna tell you you need to. We're not gonna like fucking like uh, do this like fucking Christmas story. Uh, buy more Ovaltine. We're gonna tell you exactly which one to buy. Oh yeah, push that product. So dumb. I mean, people would love. It. I'm sure people would like gravitate to it. Mm-hmm. Tell me what to drink, please. Tell me what to drink. Just tell me what to do. Tell I'll me, do please. It. I don't know how to tell when I'm thirsty. Or when I'm thirsty, what to quench my my thirst with? Uh, I'm very thirsty, but but the patch keeps saying that that I don't need any liquids. So I guess I guess I'll just keep having a dry mouth. <laughs> Turns out the patch malfunctioned. I'm getting the wrong flavor. So like the, the reason everything's oh, been feeling, I've oh, been off. Customer service. Um, I just want to check. I'm using your Gatorade Smart Patch, and I I just put it on, and all day I've been checking it, and I'm I'm very thirsty, but the patch says I'm not. Thank you for calling, sir. We really appreciate it. Before I can answer any of your questions, I need your name, uh, first name, last name, your address, your social security number, and uh, your mother's maiden name. Oh, I, well, I I, I don't know. No, it's I, all right. I've already triangulated your patch and has given me all that information. So, um, yeah, it turns out your patch is a little defective. You need to get a new one. You haven't been drinking any uh, Powerade, have you? Um, I mean, well, yesterday I I drank a, a little of a, a of a fruit punch Powerade. Oh, no, 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 you can't drink. I put the patch on. No, well, the... see, Powerade stays in your system longer because of the toxins that they put in there. And oh, no. we're able to track that, know about it. We, shame on you. We know what you did. You cheated on us. So, um, I'm look, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to give you a patch for half price just because you're one of our valued customers. It seems like you've bought 24 patches over the last year. We really appreciate the value, but we're a little miffed that you cheated. 
The patch will tell you how to correct this over the court. You're going to have to go into Power Aid Cleanse uh, with just some straight up uh, G2. Can Um, can you tell me what to do while I wait on the new patch? Because I'm very thirsty. Well, I I am not the patch. I I am not presently able to uh, give you any thirst uh, (laughs) flavor selector advice. Because, again, I am not the technology. I'm just a representative of the Gatorade Company. However, sadly, I can only get this patch to you expedited shipping in the next four days uh, because of the way things are with COVID times. Sorry about that. So, um, again... Stay away. I, I don't think you can go wrong with Gatorade, but at the same time, no Powerade. Again, shame on you. I'm so sorry. You're going to do 25 <laughs> Hail Marys, <laughs> and, then, and then you're, uh, <laughs> call us back. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Stay on for a survey. <laughs> I'd really appreciate it, please. Okay. <laughs> Just withered away. Goodbye. Goodbye, cruel world. Why? And now I'm dead, much like near attendance nomination <laughs> to OMB chair. Goodbye! Later! Goodbye. <laughs>